Because reading is what? Fundamental! Welcome back to What You Reading. I'm Lisa. And I'm Delize. Welcome back. Um, this week we are doing a part two episode of the book we read the other day. Well, a couple weeks ago. Um, Luna part two. It's a BTS AU, soul, uh, soulmate AU. So we are reviewing that. It is by Jim and B. Jammin on Wattpad and on um, AO3, Archive Our Own for y'all that don't know. If you are watching us and you're new here, never seen this before, we do review um, books, fan fiction, short stories, things like that. Um, so one of the stories that we're reading right now is a BTS fan fiction. The story that we're reading after this is actually a different story. It's a series by Sarah J. Mass, and it's really good. And I started listening to it again, girl. It's good. It is I, good. I had to restart it. it. Yeah, I had to restart it because I was like, I don't remember what happened. And then I started listening to mm -hmm. it and I was like, I remember what happened. But I also have the physical book. But while I'm driving, I'm like, this is cool. And then when I get home and I can like... Oh, show. so you finally like listening to it. I'm listening to it right now because I have Audible. Unfortunately, uh, my Audible subscription kicked back in and I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> and I was like, wait, but I'm like, since I got it, you know, I might as well watch it. So, or listen right, to it. Right. So, but I also right. have the physical book because my homegirl has the whole series. So I'm, I have the physical book too. So... When I get some downtime, I'll be reading that. That's actually probably what I'm. Reading. I just can't wait to hear how you feel about recent. Girl, so far recent is off the chain. Not him popping up at the I girl's wedding talking about to go this way. Girl, not uh, not recent popping up at the wedding talking about something. Oh, am I interrupting something? You know you interrupted <laughs> something. You absolutely are interrupting something. Go on somewhere. What are you doing? Because right, recent, like recent in this story, is like. Well, from the first, have you read the first two or the first one? The first one. This is the second book. Yeah, but we read only one. Yeah, we only we read one. Reviewed one. Yeah. So, like, he's like the enemy right. in this first book. So, I am excited to see how you feel about this second one. Well, because he, like, he was the enemy in the first book, but he also was kind of like... The help mm -hmm. for them because everybody was against Amarantha, and now mm -hmm. it's like he about to be because he you know he he about was it the night court I think he's over, so now that yeah, he's listening yeah so now that things are starting to like kind of come back together, he going back to being that that one. You just keep on <laughs> yeah you just keep on I'm yeah. not saying nothing girl I'm not saying nothing I was in the car I was like. But let me, I just want to put this out here real quick. That smut is not. That smut ain't here. No, no. Not the way Luna is. No, That's girl. That, cause I was listening to, I was listening to it and she was talking about her and, uh, her and Tamlin getting, getting down. And I was like, this is very mild. That's it? Yeah. I was like, he, right. what? he did what? Where's, where's the rest of it? Where's the juice? Where's the, where is it? Ugh. Not working out. What happened? Babe, let me tell you right now, that that right there will never be 
will never ever be as good as a fan. I don't know. It might be. As far as I I have been listening to a lot of books on um, Audible. And I have not read or listened to no smut that compares to a fanfic smut. I'm yeah. just going to let you know. I'm going to try to read some or listen to or read these urban stories that they got, the urban brand or whatever, just to see if it's a little bit different because I'm like, my everybody be talking about how deep and detailed the smut is and I'm reading it like they no, literally I, skipped over all the detail. Listen, I'm going to tell you, I've literally read like 10 urban books, like, because they be good and they be short, so I have to listen to a bunch of them. Yeah. And baby, even that smut cannot compare. Really? I'm so surprised. And I mean, no, I'm not surprised, but I am kind of surprised in the same sense. They do not, you cannot compare. Well, and this is what I was, <laughs> this is what I was trying to tell my homegirl. She's like, no, it gets really sweaty. I'm like, okay. And then I was, I was like, but you read one of the stories that had a bunch of sweat. And I was like, this isn't, this isn't the same type of sweat. Maybe they but, don't even know what smut Well, is she made a really good point. She was like, the stories that y'all read are heavily around smut. And I was like, not necessarily. Like, some of the stories that we read have these crazy storylines, but it also has a bunch of smut in it. And she was like, maybe because the stories that, you know, we're reading, the storyline is more important of what's going on. And then if there's smut in it, it just happens to be in there. And I was like, I mean, we've read some I stories mean, I that feel haven't. Like I need both. <laughs> Yes. It's equally as important. No, I agree. I totally agree. I need smut and great storyline. But you know, a few Because we read Oh, go ahead. Uh -huh. You about to say what I think what I was about to say, I think. Yeah, because we've read stories where it's just smut and we'd be like, but it's really not a really this there's not a, it's a good book. Yeah, but it's, it's not a good story. Good, yeah. But there's no there's no real story into it. Yeah. Listen, but it's some out here with really good storylines with great smut too. Yep. Yep. And these little other stories have not so far compared. Yeah, no, I, I can agree with you on that. Cause I was like, dang, when they hit that scene, I was like, oh, they about to have sex. I said, okay, cool. And then the, it started. Don't do it. Leave, leave honest alone. <laughs> Leave us alone. All right. So, it's. I think it's only us right now, which is fine. But um, yeah, but we need to. We need to get on the Bible because we're fantastic. We Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So, in the beginning, if you guys remember, at the end of the last story, they were like having this ceremony and all this good stuff. Um. So the story picks up where it does pick up when they was like coming back from their like little honeymoon but it wasn't a honeymoon yeah, yeah but it was a honeymoon so um so they came back from their honeymoon and then uh they were like instantly hit with a bunch of drama because mm -hmm. like after they came back from their honeymoon like they had already solidified that okay they were soulmates which means it's public now it's public knowledge mm -hmm. And so the public found out about her and not only was she black that it was a problem with, um, but they was they were kind of saying like mean stuff like, and it wasn't just her, it wasn't just um, K-Army, it was Army around everywhere. Mm -hmm. And they was just being kind of mean to her, kind of acting like she was manipulating them and 
all this other stuff. It was just like a lot of mean stuff happening to them. And the only thing I could think about was like, why would people be so mean when they know that in this AU that they have soulmates? Well, I think the thing too was uh, the people that were like big fans of BTS may have not necessarily been fans of hers. So they didn't even know that she was what she was. So a lot of them had never even heard of her. And so they felt like, oh, she after them, like everybody else was feeling. They, she well, after them for everybody. Because she her was popular. No, but she was popular. Very popular. But the way that it, it sounded to me was that the their fans were not aware of like how big Luna actually was, which was weird. But I was like, all right, maybe they just don't, they don't listen to music. All right, cool. So <laughs> must must like, not exist. Yeah. So they must only listen to BTS. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So that's what it sounded like to me. But honestly, it was because she was black. That's it. That's it was it. just a whole bunch of drama. And she was defending herself left and right. And like they were defending her too. And um, hey Kiki. Um what else happened? Um, they came home. They had to do all that defending. Um, dang, what else happened? Um, they had to come out. I know we kind of mentioned this in the last episode at the end, which I think it's in there. I'm not really sure. But in the end, we were talking about how in this book, they came up with this whole program because they were the company wanted them to do like this whole press release where they kind of like ignored it and they were like absolutely not what we're gonna do is we're gonna come up with a program to help these people because clearly there's mental illness over there so let's get these programs together so that other people can be aware of what's going on and make sure that they have resources that they need so that they can go talk to these people because something's really wrong right and what i loved about this is that like she was like telling them this is what we should do and then they was like, oh, okay, we'll see about it. And she was like, with all due respect, if you don't fix this within like a day or two, then I'm going to hire my own team and we're going to take care it. of it. Yep, she did. And I'm like, yes, yeah. girl. I pre- the whole time I was like, everything that happened throughout the story where she had to talk to the, to the people, I love the fact that she was like, this is how I feel and this is what we're going to do. And y'all can get right. on board or y'all cannot, but it's going to happen. And right, they was like, right. all right, cool. Like, I I could appreciate that. So. Right. I love that she was, I love that the author used her in such a way that she had this power. Yes, yes. And she wanted to make sure that she had this power and that she wasn't looked like, looked at like a small nobody. Like, yeah. <clears throat> like a lot of the other fanfics make it. Yeah. I love the way she made her so powerful. Like she had more money than them. Yeah. They moved into her house. Yeah. <laughs> like she had more cars than them. And like, let's not forget, Homegirl had two degrees. She had a business degree and she had a psych degree. She knew what she was talking about. She was like And been in the game since so she and, was like thirteen. Yeah. So she was like, you know, outside of this this fame stuff, she's like, I know some stuff and some things about mental health. So let me just mm-hmm. put y'all in real quick on what we should do next. Right. Because right. the way that y'all been rolling all these years ain't been cutting it. Right. So I did I I like the story for that because I was like, dang, she really do be putting them on to stuff that they never thought about because she's coming at it from an angle that is licensed. Well, maybe not licensed, right. but at least, you know, she had to degree in that. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. 
Go ahead, girl. Um, so they started to roll the boat with uh, the ball with that, and um, I feel like they just was doing a bunch of stuff. Like she was helping them with their like album. Which album is this they working on? So, um, seven. I think it is seven. seven. Because no. I know they were working on is filter. B? B. No, it wasn't B. Because B didn't have. Maybe it's because. Yeah, because B had the. Um, what? Yeah, because Seven is the last album, right? What was the last album? B. Oh. Because B had butter on it, I think. And this is before that. So this was the album where they were doing the, the, the everybody had their, um, my, like JK had my time. And they had filter, Tay and, and Jimmy, or Jimmy had filter. Yeah, that one. Right, and she was just helping them like collectively do their music. Mm -hmm. And it was just a whole bunch of smut in between. But Homegirl was not only helping them do her music, or their music, she was doing her own. She was releasing her MVs. Own music. She was choreographing. She was producing, I mean, uh, directing people's videos and stuff. Like, she was doing mm -hmm. the thing. Homegirl was busy. Mm -hmm. Busy, busy. But in the meantime of all this, they're getting, they're trying to get their songs together, playing on different things, shows. Homegirl's, like, got different things going on her end. And J JK has a new stylist. Right, that's exactly what I was going into. Mm -hmm. Go for it. So JK has a new stylist, and the girl is obsessed with him. And she know it, and she already don't like her. You know you be having that, that woman's intuition where you're just like, hmm, something about her. Yeah. Something about her. So she did not like this girl <clears throat> because this girl was like, like she would join the conversation with her and the girl and she would like the girl would like cut her off or be like anyway so like we'll talk we'll be talking to jk like but anyway you know what i mean mm -hmm. like she was like dismissing everything she was saying like she just didn't and she brought it to jk and told him how she felt about it and he was just like, oh, I really like her. Like, she's not, she's the first younger person. She's not so old. We got things to like that we can talk about. Mm -hmm. So I really like her. I don't think it's nothing like that. He said, that's going to be a like, friend. And she was like, nah, bro. Yeah, she was like, nah, I ain't feeling her or whatever. And he was like, are you getting jealous? And she's like, no, I'm not getting jealous. He was like, yeah, you getting jealous. Mind was you, like, wait, let's not forget the reason she had an attitude that day anyway, because mm -hmm. she had gotten, I think it was, was it Maxim? I think she had like outsold. She had the highest selling magazine cover like ever all over the right. place and they were mm -hmm. trying to talk mess about that so she was had an attitude about right. that and then something else came out right after that and she had the highest selling in that because it was maxim and then it was like the korea one and she had the highest selling in that and so she had to deal with all that mess so she just wasn't in a good mood so she trying to right. come to him expressing herself saying hey man this is how i feel i think you should look out and even mm -hmm. who was it tay and somebody else was like yeah man i don't really know like something seemed a little off and he's like you're just jealous and so she Lost it. Yeah. She went off on him because she was like, honey, I ain't got nothing to be jealous about. I do not. Honey, you are mine. Why, why do I have to be jealous? 
And he just kind of kept saying it and rubbed her the wrong way. She got pissed off about it. And they did eventually make up. But over time, the same issue was still here. Mm-hmm. So as this time has like gone on, like they have, she's, she, honey, she made, her, uh, she made an album, her own album, a mixtape, all kind of mess. Like she, she had got into it with um, one of the girls that used to be, that she used to be on a girl group with. Oh, that's her dad. who that was? Yeah, yeah. I didn't even catch that. I was I just thought she was just some random girl in the business. I didn't realize it was a person that she used to No, it was a it was a, one of the girls from her girl group and her dad was like one of the people from her old company. So when she made like she did something, she made like a video or something, and the other girl came for her and tried to remix it and do all this mess. Homegirl said, say less. She came out with a whole disc album a disc album <laughs> and visuals. Yep. And shut them down. And, did, and she said, and oh, by the way, um, you'll be hearing from my lawyer. So, because mm-hmm. you owe me 100K, run me my money. Right. right. And she hadn't even said nothing about that little raggedy money because she really didn't even need that. Right. But when they did all that, she was like, now you about to give me my money. Yep. Off of principle. Mm-hmm. Girl, a mess. Yep. Go ahead, girl. All right, so she made that whole album. She came out with visuals, but she didn't know for certain if that girl was the one that was doing all the mess. So she tried to, she tried to, because she had posted, she had told them that she was going to do something, and that information ended up mm-hmm. getting out. It got leaked, and so she was like, mm-hmm. "I'm pretty sure it's her, but we gonna set her up again." So she sends out some information. Is like, I think she set up a fake thing where she was like, "Oh, this and this is gonna happen," just to see if it leaked, but they ain't hear nothing. So, right. well, at least it wasn't really talked about in the story if they heard nothing or not. So mm-hmm. they kind of, that whole situation kind of like, I don't want to say dies down, but you just don't hear about it again for a minute until later on. You didn't hear on. about it, but little stuff happened. Remember they went to, they went uh, overseas. They went somewhere and they was on that private jet and they came back and it was a bunch of fans. Oh yeah, so at the airport. Leaked, right, and somebody had leaked that they were going to be at that airport. Mm-hmm. And then they was like, okay, now people really trying it because they really leaking stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they had a bunch of stuff to do while they was in LA. Um, she had a, a home out there. She had a home in LA, a home in London, a home in New York, one in Houston. And I feel like and on somebody's in, um, island. No, in um, uh, New Orleans. There we go. So homegirl had homes and a private jet that she just upgraded because her other private jet wasn't cutting it. <laughs> Listen, and they was on there like, how can you afford this? She was like, boo, this is the second one, uh, upgrading one. Right, I sold mine. <laughs> I've already had one. Yeah, this is this is my second, thank you. Like, <laughs> we got it over here. Don't be counting my coins. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um. So she had a lot of stuff to take care of while she was out there. And they also had stuff to take care of while they were like recording and doing things like that. So she ended up doing a video. I think she flew out to, I think I might be going too far, but you know, time. So, um, I was about to hop over to when her and Meg did the video and stuff like that. Okay. So (laughs) she ends up having a song that she's doing with Meg and she's going to do her video, direct her video or whatever happens to be the same week of her birthday. 
So mm-hmm. she Which I don't listen, the way they describe this guy there, I mean the song. I was like, dang, I really want to see girl. I really want to see this. Girl. I was like, I know this song was fire. I know this song mm-hmm. was fire. So they um she has this whole video that she's gonna do with Meg. And so they do this, they write the song. The song's gonna be a hit. It's like a big deal. So then she has a show the next day. Meg has a show the next day. Well, Homegirl wasn't planning on doing nothing because it was her birthday and they were supposed to come out. BTS was supposed to come out, but they had told her that they couldn't make it and all this other stuff. So she was a little hurt and upset about it. But so she ended up deciding to go to Meg's concert because she had invited her to come. So mm-hmm. then she was like, well, I mean, would you want to get on stage? We got this song together. You know, we can kind of surprise the fans. It would be a first time in a while. So she was like, all right, bet. She gets on stage. They do their thing or whatever. And as she's performing or like near the end of her performance, she looks and Nam June is standing off to the side. Come to find out, they had set up this whole thing. You know, he was <laughs> Just standing there looking cute, smiling with his little dimples. Yes, yeah, like hey baby girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um they all the BTS is there. So she like, dang, did y'all know? And everybody's like, Yeah, we knew. So whole family's out. Um all the BTS is there. They they at the mama house. They got they cooking up something serious. They about to eat, have a great time. They wore that girl mm-hmm. out for her birthday. Listen. They wore her out for her birthday. They went, I, they went to go play laser tag and the laser tag, it was literally, you remember, <laughs> I'm kind of like hesitant to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I, I, I just remember it being a thing when you used to play manhunt when, as a kid, but they used to play hide and go, hide and go get it. Hide and go get it. Mm-hmm. It was like a hide and go get it, but with laser tag and mm-hmm. they hide and go get it was, they was doing whatever they can to please this girl. See when you got money, because <laughs> they rented out a whole laser tag thing just for them, so they could do whatever they wanted right. in there, mm-hmm. and they didn't have no cameras or nothing active. I was like, okay, they was doing right. some things. Yeah, they was doing some stuff and some things. I was like, okay, this sounds sexy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So they had an event. They, I mean, an event. They had a time. They had a laser tag time. She got home. She was like, "Who? I'm wiped. I just who would spend a day and right into it again." They taking care of our, our girl. They making sure she is good. Homegirl's like she be taking, she be taking care of them too. So. And do and you know what? I I know we kind of skipped over this, but I just want to run back to it real quick. When she Dom Namjoon and Hopi. Listen. Listen, you know what I wanted her to do? I wanted her to dom Jean. I don't know if that dynamic would have worked. But you know, I do love that JK is not like he's used like he's supposed to be used in the story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because but, I'm tired of all these stories trying to make him seem like you know, like a little chump all yeah. the time. I, I do agree with you on that. I like how they made him not just like, cause they normally, especially in the, the ones that are, um, where they deal with each other, they always make him super subby. And this yeah. one, they definitely gave him switch vibes. Right. And I love it. Yeah. He was definitely, he had his moments to be complete. And dumb. I love the way he just caught her by her real nice. She couldn't stand that. Couldn't. He was like Katana. 
Like, yeah, you better call my real life. Yep. She was like, What did you call me? He's like, You heard me. Mm-hmm. She's like, Okay. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so they had a they had a time. And then I'm trying to think what happens after that. Well, they um they still were celebrating for a couple of days because they was in um in um New Orleans. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the uh, um they were in New Orleans, and then her their biggest surprise is because she was really close to her grandfather. Oh, her yeah. grandfather had that like little juke joint at the back of the house somewhere. Yeah. But um, BTS had it expanded, and um, they fixed it up really nice. Mm-hmm. So that was a big surprise to her that they went in there and they fixed that whole thing. And I love the relationship that the mama got with all of them. I know, like just such a mama. Yeah, it was like, cute. Like she really, she was like, "Y'all are my daughter's soulmates. Like y'all family, period. Right. Like y'all are y'all part of the family." Right. Her uncles and them was there. Like it listen, sounded so uncles cute. be talking junk. Listen, this is what I love about this book because the uncles be talking junk. Like <laughs> it was such like it, I loved it. I, I loved that. I feel like they did a really good job at making it seem. It felt very like, like you can relate to it. Yeah, it was very um, had a lot of our culture. Yeah, it was very familiar. For yeah, definitely. Cause but it also added the Korean culture in it as well. Right. I love that. She did her research. With this she story. did. She really did a good job about that. Cause I was like, dang, mm-hmm. this is really nice. Like just how, when she's around her family, how she talked with her family, how she talked when she around them, like it was just so different, but it was so cool because it did. It felt very, it felt very well-rounded. Right. So mm-hmm. I appreciated it for that. For sure. So after her, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I'm trying not to yawn myself now that you done yawn. <laughs> so, um, so after that, you know, they they had a whole big party or whatever at the juke joint or whatever, and then they were going back. Um, she did meet up with while she was still in the state. She didn't uh, go to. Uh, Eric Nam, she did he she did his show and was answering questions about that. They had some interviews and stuff while they was out there, in in this in LA. Is Down Studio in LA? I thought Down Studio was in Korea, honey. Girl, it didn't sound like it. They he was definitely in LA, girl. It might be in LA. It must just be something you know. I don't know, but I just thought it was like other people that use Dive Studio that I'll be watching on YouTube. Mm. So I was like, I thought that was, but it could be two of them. Who, who knows? They might have sections everywhere, girl. You just never know. You'll never, you'll never know. I love Eric Nam, though. Me too. I found his music like randomly a few years ago and I was like, I really like this. And then he did a show out here. He's done a couple of shows out here. I haven't gone, but I was like, I could, I could, his music's a vibe. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, I love it. He, he really like contemporary R&B. Yeah, 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 for sure. So she did his show answering all the questions and and things and then afterwards she was like, "Hey, can I ask you something real quick?" She she offered she pretty much offered him an opportunity to join her label and he's like, "Oh, that's very nice of you. Like, I'll have to 
look into that. She was kind of telling him like, Hey, you would, you'd be able to control your own music. Kind of gave it to him in short. And he was like, that sounds dope, but let me like kind of sit on it. She's like, yeah, no rush. Like we're going to be heading back to Korea. Um, he's like, bet. Cause I'm going to be going out there for a couple of shows so we can link up and really talk about it. So they're like, cool. And it was a really good deal. Like a super good deal. Yeah. She was letting him be who he wanted to be and have all his stuff to himself. Yep. Yep. All creative control, all of his masters, his entire, his entire catalog. Right. Which is unheard of, especially in Korea for this store. I'm not saying it ain't. Right, right, right. For this store. store. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so they, so they have that. So now I'm just going to jump to them leaving. Uh, oh, before we do that, there's a point in, in time when, um, Luna is talking to her cousins and she's like, Hey y'all, I need y'all to do what y'all do best. We need you to do some investigation stuff for us real quick. We got this girl that none of us is really feeling like that. And we think something up. she have these pages that we know of, but we think there might be something else. Cause this page been real quiet lately. And they like, yeah, we got you girl. We'll look mm-hmm. up some stuff. They did they thing for real. So they go back to Korea. They live in life. Things are happening. Um, I feel like, oh, Eric ends up coming out. Am I jumping too far? Mm-hmm. So they up having because they have a bunch of sex in between all this. Um, Eric, <laughs> it's just what happens. It just is what happens. Um, Eric mm-hmm. ends up coming out and he's like, "Hey, you know, I want to meet up, but is it possible?" Like she's like, "Well, I'm about to have dinner right now, but you're more than welcome to come over." So he's like, "Bet, send me the Addy. I'll be there in a sec." So she's like, "Cool." He comes over. They have dinner. Everything's cute, cuddly, and he's like, "All right, down to business." So they go talk in her studio. She tells him all the details about the deal, all the parameters of it, how it works, what the money is coming from, what she gets, what he gets, all this other stuff. And so he's like, this sounds awesome. Um, I would love to do this. I want to sign up today. And she's like, can't do that. Got to talk to the lawyers, but we'll write something up. We'll send it over, all that. So he's going to sign with her label. Everything is cool. Um, There's something that happens later on, but I can't remember exactly what happens. But I'm going to just hop to, do you want to hop to when the cousin calls her and it's like, Hey girl, do you want to do that? Is there people, is there people on TikTok? Yeah, it's a couple people okay. on TikTok. It's like two, not a lot. Okay, that's cool. We got but they listen, but they listen. Okay. Somebody say, dang, my phone died. I gotta go. Oh, dang. But, um, <laughs> go, go ahead, girl. If you want to talk about from, from oh, the cousin. What, what? What what was it, man? The cousin, no, you could, the cousin reaching out to her and telling her like, "Hey, girl, it's about to go down." Uh, okay. Um. So remember when she, the cousin? You mean the the manager? No, the manager didn't call her. I thought it was the cousin that called her because she was the one that had the had them looking up that research. Oh, but I thought that Lolo came and was telling her girl all this stuff was happening oh i thought it was the i thought it was jenny okay maybe not maybe i just thought it. something we anyway so the cousin or lola came around was like hey girl something going on something popping off is this what you're talking about mm-hmm. and then she was like wait what's going on was she with the bts by the end? oh no she was getting ready to be with them she was with some of them and some of them were gone they were at the they were at the um company 
Yeah, and she was like, don't freak out, don't freak out, but this is what's happening right now. <laughs> this girl got JK drugged up, tied up. The girl was live, y'all. She was live streaming this. So the girl was live streaming, having JK tied up, and was like, waiting, I guess, I don't know what she was waiting on, but soon as Luna heard that girl, she was on one, honey. She was like, oh no, mm -hmm. let me get over here. So she get over there. She see most of the guys are there, the BTS members are there, whatever. And she's like, okay, I ain't got time to hear what none of y'all talk about. Let me go ahead and go in here. And they was like, wait, this girl got a knife. She's crazy. And they get giving her all this information about this girl, about her being crazy. She done had a crazy past. She's been done this before. She done had all these websites. I mean, everything set up where she's done this before. And like, they just found out that she's done this to way more people and she was supposed to be doing it to more people. And so Luna just decided to be like, okay, I'm just gonna go on in. Like, I ain't got time to play with y'all. Yugi told so her, Luna, Yugi, Yugi was like, he said something that made sense, but he was like, at the end of the day, you gotta do what you gotta do. Take care yeah, of it. Right, right, right. He was like, don't, don't be doing that too crazy, but Take care of what you right. Take, take care of it. Take care of it. <laughs> so the girl, okay. So Luna goes and she talking to the girl. She like girl. first Luna was like, "You don't want to do this. Don't do this. Don't mess up your life, your career." And then after a while, the girl went listen. She was like, "Leave the home, girl. You look stupid. Why are you doing this? Do you really think you gonna love you? That's my soulmate." And the girl was talking junk with her, talk, like talking junk back to her. She was like, you got, you got seven soulmates. Who got seven soulmates? Blah, blah, blah. She can help that she had seven soulmates. Right. And she was like, who you think you are? You think you are that? Blah, blah, blah. And Luna just was on it with her. So then JK started to like kind of come around. Cause he, like I said, y'all, she drugged him. So then he, JK started coming back around and she was like, um, she was like, oh, he coming back around. And she was like, what, Luna was like, what you give him? What you give him? She was like, nothing that will um, do too much. He waking up now. Okay, tell him, tell her that you love me. Show her, tell her that you don't love her and that you want to be with me. And JK, JK wasn't even all the way there. And he still was like, nope, never. Don't never want to be with you. Nope. She had the night to his neck. Still don't want to be with you. Nope. Not gonna say I want to be with you ever. He gonna say, and, uh, I will I would rather die than to say that I would be with you. I was like, dang, that's love, I guess. <laughs> right, right. And so then um she started getting mad, and then I guess Luna just like jumped on her, pushed her back towards that got there a while, but she grabbed that knife. That thing had to be shot. As hell, girl, because the the damage <laughs> that it did was wild. But let's not Listen. let's talk about the fact that she whooped her ass. She Go did ahead, not play with her. Girl. She was like, first of all, she was circling around her while she was talking so that she could get her a little bit distracted, which is all she needed to do. So she got mm -hmm. close enough and knocked that that knife out her or took hit her so she could grab the knife. 
cutting her whole hand up. They bump into yep. gla- a mirror, glass everywhere. She is whooping her ass. She's beating the mess out of her. She's hitting her nose. She's bleeding like crazy, but she don't know where the blood coming from because at this point, she done blacked out. Mm-hmm. So she just fighting, fighting, fighting. They having to pull her off. All the all security coming in, all the boys coming in. She trying. They pulling her off of her. She's like, I hate that bitch. Like she, <laughs> she was going hammer. I was just imagining her. Yeah, same, same, <laughs> same. So then Jen was just like, "Hello, hello, wait a minute, calm down, you hurt, babe, you hurt, calm down." And that's when she was like, "Huh." And like blacked out. Yep. And she passed out because she lost so much blood. And then mm-hmm. after all that, homegirl was in the hospital because they had to get her in the hospital. Had to make sure they had to get a JK stomach pump. Yep. So they did all that. And she's in the hospital for days. She is. Un- like she is yeah. She's like knocked out completely. She's been in the hospital for days because when they tried to do, they had to do emergency surgery on her hand because that's how deep the cut was. Well, when mm-hmm. they were trying to do emergency surgery, apparently the anesthesia wasn't really working like it was supposed to. So they had to do some other stuff, which put her out. And so she was out for like three days. Mm-hmm. Her, her right hand was fine. Her left hand was messed up. So um, she finally starts to wake up. Everybody's there. And they're kind of like telling her what happened. And the doctor's like, I just need to make sure that you're cool from the anesthesia. Do you remember what happened? She's like, yeah, I beat that bitch. (laughs) 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 So they were like, great. You have your memory. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Nothing is damaged. Uh, Your hand, this is what's going on with your hand. You're going to feel some pain because you're not on any painkillers right now because we needed you to wake up. She's like, well, I'm not going to take anything. And they're like, you got stitches in one hand. You got all the surgery on the other. You're not going to take no pain medication, girl. She's like, I'd rather not. So she didn't. So they're supposed to be getting out. I think the next day they're supposed to be getting out. So she was like, all right. They decided to do a live while she was in there. And she's like, hey, y'all, just want to let you know I'm good. But, like, this is what's going on. JK popped his head in and was like, she was like, he's good. He was like, hey, what's up? I'm straight. Popped out. And she was like, this is what's going on. Oh, by the way, I'm going to be leaving, so I need y'all to chill out outside. Bunch of security details about to be coming in, and we need to make sure that we can get home safely so that, you know, we can go ahead and rest because I'm tired. It's been mm-hmm. it's been a rough couple of days. Mm-hmm. So she ends up getting home. Everything is cool. And they are waiting on this girl hand and foot. I just love how they take care of this. Like, I feel like they all take care of each other very well, but, like, yeah. particularly how they care for her is just so right. cute. It's so cute. It is very cute, and they really did take care of her. And she, they was like, man, all them was that mental was not right after that. Nope. Because they knew that they was that they let somebody come that close to hurting them, and so they was like, oh, the, like their mental was just not right, not right. Because if you could get through all of this, then anybody can get to us at this point. Like Biggie ain't taking care of what they need to take care of. And then the PR people want to come in and talk about some, all right, so we need you guys to make a statement. We need y'all to tell them, you know, you need to, you need to have our backs and you need to tell them this, this, and that. And also Luna, we need you to apologize for how, how much you beat this girl up. She was like, right. Cause we must not forget that it was live. It was live <laughs> at the end of the day. Everybody saw it. Right. And the new, and the media had been like kind of 
doing their own stories on the whole situation, talking about like, yeah. oh, she was a vil- pretty much making her a villain in this whole process. And she's like, he, she literally almost killed one of the members. Like, what are y'all talking about? So, right. um, they went out. She did on that PRT. She did because she was like, Look, y'all not about to have me apologize for nothing. First of all, first and foremost, this is y'all's fault. Y'all failed, y'all dropped the ball because y'all didn't do the correct hiring process. How y'all let somebody like this in? Like, this should have never even happened to begin with. And you want us to apologize and you want, well, you want me to apologize and you want us to have your backs when you don't even care Mm -hmm. about whether we live or die because the, the PR people was like, Well, we need to still be able to go on tour, so we need to let them know that the tour is still happening or we're going to have to give out refunds. Forgetting the fact that one of their members could have been gone. Right. And then threaten like, you'll be sorry. Yeah. Like, you'll be sorry. Them, like, you'll be sorry if you don't. They was like, okay, so here's what we're not going to do. She's like, first of mm-hmm. all, if I had been any other person, y'all would not be asking me to apologize for anything. Y'all are making me apologize because now I'm looking like the angry black woman. I'm looking mad aggressive and y'all, y'all feeling some type of way about that. She's like, that's not going to fly. She's like, do you know how that makes me feel? And y'all mm-hmm. don't even care about the well being of your own people. Right. Right. So, which I, and she was like, and she was like, and I'm not finna apologize because I'm a black woman, and y'all keep trying to make the black woman look like the victim all the time. The villain, yeah. She's like, y'all. I mean, the villain, to, yeah. yeah. And she was like, I'm the victim. Like, I'm not finna sit here and apologize for something I didn't do. Everybody seen what happened on the live. Right. She said, and I would do it again. Yep. No apologies. No apologies. And so thankfully, which, you know, these stories can go any other way, but this story has been pretty consistent. All of BTS was like, yeah, absolutely not. Like this is y'all's fault. Y'all need to do better. And if you really think that y'all about to try to threaten us into, to doing what y'all want, y'all got another thing coming. Right. Cause honey, BTS was was ready to leave BTS. Was. And was. I mean, I mean, Big Hit. They was about to leave Big Hit if, if that had to happen. Yeah, because they were like, we're not going to put up with this. They were like, this has happened for way too long. We're not safe. Y'all are not looking out for your people. You need to figure it right. out. Mm-hmm. So they end up leaving in a huff because they felt some type of way. Um, the PR yeah, team. Tell my, y'all, you will be sorry. Yeah, you'll be sorry. And, and J-Hope, I, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he was like... Um, if you gotta if you gotta pay for a couple of refunds, you have to pay for a couple of refunds. If you have to lose the entire business of BTS completely, then you're gonna have to deal with that. So you decide which way you wanna go because some you're gonna be right. paying a lot more money if you don't give us our time to heal. Yes. So they left in a huff and they wanted to have they were having a meeting with uh, Bang Bang P D and Sajin. Bang P D didn't know any of this conversation right. happened. He was mm-hmm. under the impression that the conversation went completely different, that all the right. stuff that was said was completely different. And so all the boys are kind of giving their opinion and um, Luna's kind of quiet. And then she's like, do you want me to give my honest opinion? Because she's like, I respect you and I respect Sajin. She's like, y'all are like family. She said, but if I'm being honest, y'all's team does not operate off of that same thing. Right, she's like, y'all's so. team is not worried about anybody's well-being. They worried about money. She's mm-hmm. like, they have no moral compass. So I'm going to just let y'all know what's really going on. And so then everybody started talking about what's actually going on. And But they gave suggestions. So they were like, this is terrible. This is horrible. This absolutely sucks. But 
here's how we can fix it. Here's how this can change. And they were like, okay, this is, they were actually taking it into consideration, which I thought was nice of them. Cause they were like, yeah, we're absolutely going to do that. They was like, you need to fire everybody from your PR team. Uh, homegirls, auntie and uncle, they got to go. Got to go. Y'all need to start from, y'all need to start fresh. Y'all need to have a better vetting process because this should never happen. This happens way too often. <clears throat> Leave Honest alone. Girl, Honest is in here cutting up. Cutting up. Honest, what are you doing? Honest. See, when that house fall apart, I don't want to hear nothing. <laughs> I don't want to hear nothing. When that house fall apart, you'll be buying her another house. I will not be buying nothing. That rabbit going to be out <laughs> in the streets. <laughs> For the streets. Said you want to be free, so I be trying to. This is what's so funny. I be trying to let Onyx roam free. Onyx step on the ground, and because it's like it's that like wood, the feet slide, and Onyx don't mm -hmm. like that. So mm -hmm. Onyx always goes back into the cage because he's like, I don't know about all that. I be trying to let mm -hmm. him free. <laughs> he not here. He's like, me. I don't want none of that wood. Yeah, that I, nice wood. I need some grass. Look, I I be trying to get him out the door. Be free. <laughs> Be free. <laughs> Go back to nature. Never. Doesn't ever want to do it. And I'm like, that's fine. Anyway. Um, yeah, but he's eating the house, girl. He's eating, this, uh, eating underneath the house. What? Onyx is eating underneath the house. Wow. Yeah, because it's like a two-story. It's a little mansion. Um, mm. Eating the bottom, eating the, like, underneath the second story. I'm like, bro. If this falls apart, that's on you. <laughs> I'm not buying another one. That thing was expensive. Listen. Because I don't got nothing but some darn angel fish. And them mugs are expensive. The upkeep, baby. Girl. They're not cheap. I'm tired of buying filters. Girl. Stuff like that. A mess. Trying to improve the environment. Hey, I'm just trying to make you live comfortably and whatnot. We feed <laughs> you. We give you water. You got shelter. Like... I try to take no. you out. You don't want to be out. Like, I don't know what to tell you at this point. <laughs> but, um, so yeah. So, Bang, so Bang PD is like, all right, um, all is received, all is heard. We are going to fire everybody that you're talking about because, yeah, that's crazy. And mm -hmm. we're going to just start over. And so they're like, cool, that sounds lovely. And then they start going through the recovery process and healing with each other and healing physical wounds and like they stopped their whole um tour and everything. They yep. went on hiatus. Yep. They did a live explaining like, hey y'all, we're not gonna do this, so y'all gonna give us time. If you don't wanna give us time, that's your bad because we're taking it anyway. Right. And it was like either you gonna um stick with us or not. Right. They was like, like literally was telling them. Yeah, you're gonna get your refunds, but like yeah. So they, they said, you know, they did that. Um, I'm trying to think what happens after that. That's about it. Oh, true. Oh, that's true. That's real. It's not it, but it's about it because it ends like that. That's true. Cause they're still recovered. Like they're still healing. They have this whole cry, cry thing. Her and JK have this big old cry thing. And then that's kind of it. Yeah, because they was like, they had like this mental breakdown because all of them, remember, they all feel stuff. Yeah. They feel things. So they all was like, we feeling, they were feeling ways that they didn't want to talk about. Right. And um, JK had been being by himself. He didn't want to sleep with nobody. He wasn't eating. And, huh? He wasn't eating. 
Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't doing anything. So then they all just like broke down and was like, listen, we really, we really we, we felt something that day and we don't know what it is. <clears throat> and then Luna was like, it's, it's hate. It's straight up hate. And I felt it too. And it's really not a good feeling. And then they all just start breaking down, saying how they feeling. And then she was like, I really feel like I really need to stay with, like JK need to be, like I, I, I start panicking when I don't see JK around. So like she wanted him to like stay with her, sleep with her like every night until she got better. And like JK was having panic attacks and like it was a lot. Mm -hmm. So they started going to therapy, um, Yugi's old therapist. Um, and that's about it. Yeah, that is about it. So there is a third story that is still... It literally lives... It literally stops right there. Yeah, it leaves you on definitely on a cliffhanger. Like, you're almost... You almost have to read the third story just to find out how the story ends because it just right. leaves it right there and you're like, okay, so they have this big cry. What next? So there's a third one that is ongoing currently. Um... Now, if you have listened to us before and you have listened to us that and have multiple stories in a series, they don't ever come to be sometimes. This one, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. Yeah, because this is going right now. Yeah, she's writing it and she's like, she's real on top of it. Mm. But there's been times when we're like, oh, we're going to read this. And then like, we don't ever go back to it. So if that happens, I mean. We have happens. a lot of unanswered questions with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like did motorsport ever get finished? I think motorsport is still going. I thought so. I thought mm -hmm. so. Well. Yeah. So, um, yeah. <laughs> How did you feel about this? This second book? Um, I actually love this one. It had way more drama in it. It still wasn't a lot, but it had a, a lot more drama in it that um, I was interested in this time. Because I love a good little bit of drama in between. Yeah. And some smut. So, you know, the smut was on point like always. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> that smut was on point. And I don't know how she could walk. Girl after day one or two because girl that birthday weekend whoo says that coach was scratched out listen listen i was like oh my gosh i'm she like what okay <laughs> like a whole bunch of pressure and pain i don't know about all that it sounded like it was pretty great it sounded like it was fun, but I don't want to stick too big so my coochie's home. I'm sorry. I was sorry. I love it. Don't get it twisted. But girl, that's a lot of stretching. But it's a lot. The, in the way that it's described in the story, they sound like they're all pretty well endowed. Exactly. So, yeah. It ain't like they got some little meat, honey. Girl, this thing, first of all, let's talk about the coochie. The coochie is elastic in a mug. Like the whole baby's come out of there. So two dicks was gonna cause no problem. It's just a different type of like coming out and going in is two different things. I mean, this is true. But it can stretch, is all I'm saying. I mean, I know it can stretch, but that's just a lot. It is a lot. Where I mean, the girl no, was sorry. like this, this, this. She was filled in every in every way. 
Listen, Phil, to the brim. Okay? Yeah, to the brim. Yeah. Okay, uh, so oh. um, what I was saying was that <clears throat> I just like that um, it had a good bit of smut in it, more drama this time, but I hated the way it ended. And I am going to read the next story. I don't know when because I'm so excited to get into this next story. It's not even funny. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, that's all. So I um, I really liked this book as well because it did have some extra drama that wasn't really in the uh, the first book. Um, I just like how it was written. Like, I just felt like it was very familiar. It felt very, like natural and it's just cool to see like you could see yourself in a story which i appreciated because it it just it had information that was cool and i like the fact that she really tried to like research stuff to make it as close to realistic as possible because i thought that was really nice um i just liked how like she talked to her family and all that and i thought it was cute so um just how oh i'm sorry oh go ahead go ahead no 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 go ahead i'm sorry um, I just liked how, I, I, I don't know, like with the, it's a combination of things with the music that was put into the story with how, how it was incorporated in the story, the music that they like discussed and things like, I don't remember. I, I think it was in the first, um, the first book when she met with B, uh, Bang PD and they mm-hmm. was listening to, uh, who was it? Luther Vandross. Mm-hmm. I was like, I like that. Like, there's a lot of stuff like that. Like just little, things that are like our culture is in the story and it's not just like thrown in there it was nice yeah you know what what i loved what, what part like i was like i love the most that's why i said i love that her mom like was like close with the guys too it's like when all that happened and like jk came down that night we didn't mention this y'all because we do have to shorten these stories we can't tell you word for word what happened yeah the story um her jk was like still going through it this was like after everything happened and she got her hand cut and everything <clears throat> he couldn't sleep so he was coming downstairs and her mom was down there and she was like let me fix you a plate <laughs> i mean you you need to eat <laughs> He was like, yeah, but I got it. She was like, no, I got it. Let me, you my son. Yeah. Just tell me what's on your heart. He like broke down, was like crying. It was so nice. Yeah. I like the fact that they did. um, And I felt like all of the families did that. And I also feel like Bang PD and Sajin did that where they just made them feel like family. Like the other people on their team wasn't like that, but I feel like they really cared about each other and they just accepted each other into each other's lives. And I liked that about it. Um, There was something else I was gonna tell you about the story, but I forgot what it was. Oh, I really like the fact that she is not shrinking down this character. She's like, absolutely not. She's going to be who the fuck she is and y'all gonna have to deal with it. Like, I just, I love that because I feel like too many times you see that and when it comes to black women and having to be like, oh, well, and I just like the fact that she was like, I'm not doing that. I'm not allowing you, like the whole apology thing. I'm not doing that. And I feel like y'all only doing this because I'm black. And they was like, no, it's not even like, she's like, no, it's that. Let's just call it what it is. 
Right. So I, I I like the fact that she's not shrieking down this character any, and I love the fact that Homegirl is booked and busy. So busy. Mm-hmm. They stay busy, but I feel like book three is gonna be like the pregnancy part of it. Yeah, I feel like that's probably gonna come. I'm curious though because they was talking about having seven kids. Maybe she was like, I wonder how many of these I can have at one time. Right. <laughs> she's like I can do maybe like one or two and then the surrogates could take the rest of them and I'm like girl you're gonna have to because if not you're gonna be pregnant for seven years straight you better be ready to just retire by the end which she should she should retire by this story because she literally been an artist since 13 that's true that is true so by this story and she gonna be a mom like I'm wondering like who's she gonna get pregnant by who's the first one she gonna be pregnant by I and wonder I I wonder, I was going to say, I wonder if it's going to go in the same order of who took her virginity first mm. and then like kind of follow that or if they're going to go the order of the fan chant or if they're going to go the ages. Like, I wonder if they're going to do, if they're going to do like Jen first because he's the oldest. Like, you know, I'm just curious. Like, uh, is, is, is the, is the part of them having to be in the army going to be mentioned in this story? That'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. That will be interesting. Like, how are they going to cope then? I mean, because this story is a little bit before they start, before they start going, I think, I want, I don't know if it'll be mentioned, but because she's writing it currently, it may be mentioned. Mm-hmm. That'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. And now you, now it's like, okay, now, if if the mention of them going to the military is mentioned, now she probably almost feel like, let me hurry up and have this baby by this man before he go to the military. Right, because if they, so this is the thing, if they do, if she does write it like that, then this book three is going to have to have jumped a couple of years. If she's following the timeline of everything, like if she's following the timeline of how it's been going so far, it's going to have to jump a couple of years. I feel like the part where they're going on hiatus and like the tour is stopping, it should be the part where pandemic happened. Right. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I see what you're saying. So they are on hiatus now and they are on um the tour has been set back. Yeah. So right now put in where okay then the pandemic happened yeah oh so yeah yeah okay i like it i like it i know girl let's not talk about writing own stories it's so funny because i was going through like my um like i was going through my pictures and like i seen the picture i was like oh <laughs> Like, oh, the story. And Girl. I was talking to my friend at work and I was like, yeah, look at these pictures. Are these cool pictures of these girls? Yeah, they're my characters from my book that we've been writing for like four years. Girl. Like chapter six. <laughs> it's hard. I mean, it's, it, I mean, it is hard, but it's also like. It's time consuming. It's so time consuming. Uh-uh. And it's like, it there's. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was gonna say there's always there's just always so much happening and it's like dang it's kind of hard to get everything in. I know, and then not only that, like my writing is like not the best, like so. 
mean, my biggest thing is he said, she said, he said, she said, you know what I mean? And I have a problem with getting people to understand. I guess I want people to know who said something, but they don't really have to know. Yeah. It's said without saying. I mean, there's ways to write it where you can still show who's talking without saying he said, she said, they, you know, there's ways to do it. Um, if you set it up, like if you set it up in a way that shows who's all in the room, you can do it in a way like that. But it is, it is hard. Like, I'm not gonna lie. And I think about how I used to write stories and stuff like that all the time as a kid, but I'm like, that had like one person in it and like a tree or like an animal or something. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's different. I mean, I want to, I do want to eventually finish that book. I do too. Um, but I do need to improve on my writing. But then I think about like, dang, I used to write like Bad Street Boy fan fiction back in the day. And that junk used to be good. That's For so somebody, funny. I mean, I had smut in there and I, I was a virgin then. Okay. Like, I mean, you don't have to experience it to know, to write about it. Go back and read it because I don't know where it's at now. Like, I think it's gone now, but it's gone somewhere now. But I wish I could go back and read that because... I want to see how I was writing as a virgin. Like, how I know. Girl, you'd be surprised, though, because I'm I'm pretty sure, not pretty sure, because some of the stuff that people write, I'm sure they're not doing that. But if they research enough, you can kind of get the details of it. And if you're a writer, you can find the words to make it sound good. Like that girl, like like she was in the store, honey. Girl. Damn. And if she And if she is living that life, I God bless her. Because... <laughs> Girl, tell me your secret. What you been on? <laughs> right. But. But I'm going to tell you, I love the way she used Sweetie in this book and gave her a new name and just talk about why her name used to be Sweetie. I, I did like that. That's something else I wanted to mention. I like the faith, like the, the, the growth in mm-hmm. her. I thought that was really cool. But it's so funny because as I'm reading it, I can kind of see it. Like, I could see her hanging out with them. I could see them actually being, like, it was a perfect fit. It was a really perfect fit. But I did like that, the changes in the names. Mm -hmm. That was nice. Yes, we did. Mm -hmm. So. All right, well. This was our live. Chopped and screwed. All right, guys. Well. (laughs) Um, that was our chopped and screwed story, Luna part two. Part two. Next story is going to be, you know, should I keep cut all that part out? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, next story is going to be um a mist of a mist of something in fury. What is it called? A court of mist and fury. Yes. A Court of Mr. Fury. It's by Sarah J. Mass. 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 Um, it's on anywhere you can find a book. It you can get it from a bookstore. It is a four or five part series, I think. A book series. Very quick reads. It's a fantasy like fairy thing. It's not a quick read. <laughs> I mean, it's a fairly quick read. Girl, I blew through that first book. You are a very quick reader. <laughs> it's a quick read to you. 
But for the other people that's not a quick reader, because I, I am not a quick... Well, I ain't even going to say I'm not a quick reader. I just got a million things to do. Girl, and you listen to it, so it don't matter anyway. Girl, and go listen to it again. That's what I'm saying. It don't matter. Because it's so good. It I is really good. Wait. I cannot wait to get into it. Yeah, I started listening to it already. But this story out because this story is huge. It's so many people have that reads these stories. Yeah, I know. All of the girls in my office read the books, and they fall. They read all of this author's books. Um, everybody's been talking about it. It's been all over the internet lately, and I'm like, dang, this is like the perfect time. So I was. That's why I started listening to it today. You said what? Girl, listen. <laughs> like the, the, to let people know this is what we reading. Girl, I will. I'm actually gonna do a little video because I have the physical book, so I'm just gonna hold the book and just be like, "Girl." <laughs> and I've been trying to post on our little likes, um, our stories. Just story, like throwing stuff up that I. I, I did that too. I did that the other day. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, yeah, so that's the next book we're going to be reading. Uh, we will be reviewing that live as well. And the podcast episode will be at, out following it. Um, yeah. Follow us on social media. Email us. Go to our rec page. Our, our link tree got our recommendations list, which I have not checked in a while, so I'm kind of scared. <laughs> Don't be scared. We need to get into that. <laughs> Girl, I can only imagine how many stories are on there. They're probably all BTS Most of them were. I think there was like two that weren't. Well, you know, I'm not really mad at that because that's how we started. Oh, for sure. And the stories be good. So I'm not mad about it. But um, yeah. All right. Well, tune in next time, guys. Bye. Bye.